Yo, yo, this is Jason Goff from the Full Go Podcast. Me and the crew, we like to entertain you. And we're going to do more of that this football season because the Bears should be more intriguing. There should be more fascination. Justin Fields, is this the make or break year? Is DJ Moore the piece that's going to put them over the top? You can catch us on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays or when we have an emergency podcast when we have breaking news. Make sure you follow the Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Peter Rosenberg! Shout out to that guy, Rose. The majesty. Oh, my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Championship! A million percent. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports recreation podcast on this. There's something going on Friday edition. I am coming to you live from the summer residence. Uh, Our producer today is Brian Waters. B-dub, if you will, the real (laughs) Um, (laughs) B-dubs. Troy is in. uh, Troy is in. Brazil for Carnival. Just kidding. I don't know where Troy is. Uh, he took a few days. He needed a couple days to uh, rest up. And uh, he does work like a maniac. So uh, we'll have Troy back with us next week. But Brian Waters stepping in. Um, God, I did have a good laugh. I'm glad you did too, Brian, about uh, Troy's ca- uh, music <laughs> festival called Carnival. It was so innocent. It was so innocent. <laughs> and, and I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you peeped it, but like, Dipperstein was silent throughout the whole thing, which I took as he barely knows what carnival <laughs> is either. So he was, but then listen, you know, as, as, as mortified as I was during that moment on Tuesday's show, when he said carnival, carnival is a music festival. The next day I uh-huh. went to tell the story on hot 97. And when I brought up the song, the girl from Ipanema, um, none of my co-hosts except Ebro knew what it was. I played it for him, and then they were all like, oh, because I was like, <laughs> one of them said to me, and listen, I know this may sound judgmental, and I, I listen, I, I have a particular, I've had a lot of Brazil interactions since I was 14 years old, so I'm close to it, but one of my friends was like, oh, are there beaches in Rio? I was like, are there beaches? I was like, it's the, be- what? I was like, <laughs> I was like, do you not know the girl from Ipanema? And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, 
let me play you the girl from Ipanema. And they're like, oh, I was like, it might be the most famous song ever. Like it really, if anyone out there is listening, it, the, the famous version is by Stan Getz and uh, Joao Gilberto and his wife, I believe it was his wife, Astruge Gilberto, these jazz musicians and singers. And the girl from Ipanema might legitimately be the most, like a top five biggest worldwide smash. Natalie, you know Girl from Ipanema, correct? Can you sing it? There you go. When she's walking, she's walking, she's one, it goes, ah. When she walks, it's like a samba that. Anyways, you get the idea. So uh, no judgment, and yet at the same time, judgment for everybody. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show on this Friday, everyone. I am very happy for the weekend. I am going to a wrestling festivity this weekend. I, I'm not going to be able to... I, I don't think it's appropriate to tell what it is beforehand because I don't know if the, the person is making that public information. But I'll put it this way. I should come back with good stories. I'll just say that. I should come back with good stories that hopefully I can tell. Um, so I am traveling Saturday to Sunday. I'm going to be in Miami in my rightful place. Because, you know, when you see me, you can see that I'm half Jewish, half Pitbull. And I will be, you know, Mr. 305 this weekend. Sorry? What? I said I'm Mr. 305. What? Mr. Worldwide. What? Are you doing Austin or are you doing Scary Wife? What? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Natalie, Natalie, and I, Natalie and I now only fight in Stone Cold and LA Night terms. Nice. She yells what and I yell yeah. And we just do it back and forth. And by the end, whoever lasts the longest wins the argument. So I am excited to go down to uh, Miami for a day. Um, not normally my type of bag for a weekend, but it's, it's an event that I need to go to. And, uh, so I'll be back on Sunday just in time to uh, watch my big commanders, uh, Eagles game, which could, it was just scary. Although I don't know, you know, it's so weird about football. The, the, the commanders lost to the giants last week. It was so pathetic. And yet I assume they're going to play hard and close with Philadelphia on Sunday. So you can't make anything in the NFL. But Brian Waters, I know you're probably thrilled. Your Ravens starting to look like they should. Yeah. Probably. I mean, last week, Lamar. Listen, Lamar's had a good year. Last mm. week was the, oh, yeah, that's why we gave him the money week. That was last week. Yeah, it's way I kind of figured it would happen. I figured it would they would take time to gel together. Uh, for me personally, it's like, yeah, finally. But also I was you know, more into our Orioles. So football was just happening. Right, right, right. So now you're now that the Orioles literally had an exit that was so quick, it felt like they weren't <laughs> even in the playoffs this year. But but you know, I was able to get there to the game and got Birdland. <laughs> yeah, Angry Bird. bird. <laughs> uh, Brian, one day I'll have to tell you the story of um of my horrible interaction with the Oriole Bird back in the uh -oh. day when I was five. <laughs> it was a, it's it's an it's an all you know what? It's Friday. I have time to tell you right now. Mm -hmm. So so it's like 1984, 85. And this is really my foray into sports in a real way was my family 
Um, it, it actually took us to a shockingly high amount of Orioles games. Okay. And I say shocking because my parents are not into sports at all. And, you know, and, and the Orioles were the team of my childhood as they were for everybody in the DC area. Cause there was no team. So going to games was totally normal. Like everyone would go to an occasional Orioles game, but my parents took, took us to a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was a really different experience than the Camden Yards experience. You know, Memorial Stadium was a real neighborhood stadium. You know, yeah. you parked, you park kind of in the hood and just like walk up to the stadium. It was yeah. a totally different vibe. And anyways, one of those days, I, I, I the story is mixed between some memory and mostly retelling it from the adults who were there. But essentially, I saw the Oriole bird somehow like after the game, I guess, or before the game, but he was not trying to be seen at that moment. And he had his head off and was smoking a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) And I still went up to him and was like, wanted to say hello. And the guy basically gave me a get lost. I'm not on the clock. It's some version of that. So uh, after getting dissed by the Oriole bird, for whatever he said, my dad's friend, David, at the time, I just know the story is he went up to the Oriole bird and was basically like, put your fucking head on and go talk to that fucking kid right now. <laughs> and like chewed out the Oriole bird who in retrospect, it was probably like a 22 year old, right? Mm-hmm. It was probably like a 22 year old kid. And my dad's friend at the time, they were pretty young too, but he was probably like 30 something, you know, okay. like, yo, go <laughs> talk to that fucking kid right now. <laughs> and uh, I eventually had my moment with the Oriole bird. Natalie's currently wearing a shirt that says, I like what Drake likes. <laughs> No comment. Um, okay, so let's get to wrestling. Um, and as we transition over to wrestling, guys, this is the biggest news of the week that I wanted to share with you, the Cheap Heat audience. I'll mention it briefly on Tuesday as well. But I did announce, and I know a lot of you already consume a lot of me and don't need any more. And for those of you who feel that way, I understand. Natalie doesn't want to consume any more of me. She barely can catch an episode of the Michael K show. So I understand how you feel, but if you enjoy the podcasting that we do and you're like, you know what? I'm actually short a show and I would like a little bit more of my life. I'm starting a new one that drops on uh, next week. Um, it's called over the top. It is uh, with me and Michelle Beadle, who you may remember from ESPN fame and do it. Now she's on mad dog radio. She works with FanDuel. She's great. A great talent in the biz. Um, and when I say the biz, I mean the industry and, uh, Beetle and I started the show called over the top. It's actually produced by friend of cheap heat, Andrew Goldstein. And it's a, it's a concept of doing the week's stories in sports and pop culture through a Royal rumble format. So two stories start out, you decide which one goes over the top and which one stays And then every 90 seconds, our producers throw a new story at us and we decide whether that story that comes in tosses the original over the top or we stay with that story and keep going. And eventually we crown what's the biggest story of the week. So it's quick. It's high paced. It feels sort of like an ESPN afternoon TV show. Like it kind of gives you PTI around the horn. I feel I feel like kind of vibes, but with the countdown clock 
and the Royal Rumble feel as well. So I hope you'll subscribe to it. It's called Over the Top. You can find it wherever you find podcasts. And I'll just spare you the jokes. Yes, I needed yet another job. Uh, Brian, it's crazy. I understand why that's everyone's reaction. But also, I end up getting put in a situation where I don't know what to say. Where people Mm -hmm. are like, you just needed another job, didn't you? And I'm like, listen, kind of. (laughs) Like, you know, this, this, this business is challenging and I am incredibly blessed and I I'm super aware and super grateful. And I try to pay it forward however I can, but you know, you only have, you spend X amount of years in your life getting to a point where you can be hot enough that people want to give you opportunities. And then you got to collect and deliver on those opportunities as best you see fit until you get to the point where you're like, I don't have the energy time or people don't want me anymore. And then you kind of do your thing right now, sitting at 44 years old, recently married, trying to start a family, still have my energy, still hopefully have a brand people enjoy. Yeah. I'm saying yes. If it makes sense and it's going to be fun. And especially in this era where I can do a dope sounding podcast from anywhere like this is Bro, back in the day, I was traveling. I'd have to be at the University of Maryland at 3 a.m. in the station carrying my records in turntables, okay, from 3 (laughs) to 6 a.m. You're telling me now I can broadcast for tons of people from my guest room? Like, this is, you know what I'm saying? How do you say no? I mean, why would you? And at the end of the day, you're enjoying what you do. And they say if you enjoy what you do, you never work another day. That that's that's the thing. Like it really isn't work. If we're talking about what well, like work work is now, listen, do I end up tired by the weekend? Sure. But you know, I don't know if you guys are aware, a little secret for all of uh, my great friends who listen to Cheap Heat. I've checked the prognostication. There aren't a lot of people out there saying that the old radio business is growing. So seeing as I've been lucky enough to be on terrestrial radio for the last 17 joints. Um, And if you read the news, we found out somewhat recently that my ESPN station is losing the FM signal and it's going to go back to an AM signal. So essentially we're really just going to be a digital and TV show. Like the radio part's going to be less significant. You got to read the writing on the wall and take the other opportunities to work at these digital companies as well. Cause who knows where it's going to go? You know what I mean? Listen, mm-hmm. I, in a lot of ways, I wish I was Pat McAfee and I owned an entire empire. And maybe if I had the cojones, I would just step out there and try to do that. But so far at this stage of my life, I'm happier being a worker bee and jumping on the mic and earning my bread. And um, so anyways, I don't know why I'm explaining this. I'm sure all of you are quite happy that I'm doing it, but go check out over the top. It's going to be a dope show with a wrestling theme and feel and references and hint. I will bust out the Jimmy Hart megaphone voice. All right. So uh, Brian Waters and I were just talking before the podcast started, and this is where we'll start this week, which is with AEW on this Friday uh, edition, because it just came out of the blue this week on Dynamite at least out of the blue to me. And I admit I have been a little bit in and out recently, but it still felt like out of the blue that we are now going to get this Saturday night on collision. We are going to get MJF and Kenny Omega. Like this is kind of crazy to me. This is just not what I expected at all. Not right now. When I, when I saw them cross paths on the same stage, I thought that was cool enough. I did not 
think that we were going to actually, after MJF defeats Juice Robinson, all of a sudden he walks right into a situation with Kenny Omega. And and furthermore, they're just running into each other once. And now because Kenny Omega wants to stop MJF uh, from surpassing his title reign length, they're going to have a match on a, on collision. I got to tell you, I'm incredibly surprised by this. I just feel like as Brian and I were just talking about, listen, I'm excited. I will watch it. But man, I feel like Kenny Omega and MJF, yo, people pop, Brian, people pop just to see them on the stage at the same time mm-hmm. and started chanting, holy shit. Isn't that sort of a sign that this is something that could have been teased out for months before we ever saw them touch? Oh, a thousand percent. And I always felt Kenny Omega in the beginning of the AEW. And I'd be interested to know what you think. Like, I felt it would have been fine for him to be in main event stories as opposed to going through the tag title and then getting to become a champion. Like, I've kind of felt like he didn't realize his height. But then I also see the other side of let's build some other people. But my goodness, like he is like we we talked about earlier. I mean, if he shows up at WWE, people going to know who he is. He's a American star. He he is now that he he is the he is the biggest true AEW star besides MJF. They are the two biggest. That is one and two, whichever way you want to look at it. I think MJF mm-hmm. now has probably crossed over more into kind of a little bit more pop culture world. But mm-hmm. MJF and Kenny Omega are the two biggest original AEW talents you have that no one associates with WWE in any way. They are as pure an AEW matchup on a big scale as you can get. And while I'm excited to see them have a match, I am perplexed that it will be on Saturday, October 28th (laughs) on an episode of Collision when, frankly, I'm surprised Max is even going to be on an episode of Collision. I mean, he's barely been on Collision. And based on the pictures that come out every week, it looks like practically nobody's at Collision. (laughs) So I just, I'm a little, I'm a little perplexed how we got there. You know what I'm, you know what I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make another phone call today. I'm going to try. I'm going to try a phone call. That could be a sting in Ric Flair. I know. <laughs> and by the way, we'll get to sting and, and Ric Flair. <laughs> but Let's you see. could see if Brian Mann answers this phone call. This is rare. First of all, me calling anyone in, during the day is rare. So he <laughs> should think I have an emergency of some sort. Oh my God. I, you know what? I, we live in a time when I feel like if you see the phone ringing, you should think that someone's dead. Why are you not answering the phone? I don't call anyone. <laughs> I have like five people I call. Uh-huh. Everybody else should think this is a horrifying emergency. <laughs> I need to answer the phone. When really, I just wanted to ask Brian Mann, who, who knows the AEW product, I'd say, as well as anyone I know. Mm-hmm. what his thoughts are on getting this. Did you, were you uh, able to observe at all what the IWC is saying about, oh, here, he's calling back. Hold on. Brian, I'm I'm calling you during an episode of Cheap Heat to ask for your expertise. 
Okay. Um, uh, it's myself and producer and super producer Brian Waters. Hey. What's up, man? So, so here's the question. Why? I mean, b- besides the, 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 the whole length of the title reign thing. Yes. A, are you surprised? And why are we getting maybe the biggest match that's sitting out there in AEW between MJF and Kenny Omega on a random collision in October? Uh, here's the expertise I have to explain <laughs> this decision. I mean, honestly, they started teasing this match. I think we've all been a little less than, you know, overwhelmed with the Jay White program. My feeling was like, okay, so the Jay White thing is a swerve and actually the match for full year. Um, and then they're just doing it on a collision. It makes no sense because even if they had done the match on Dynamite this week, you could have told the story that if Kenny wins, then Max won't eclipse his title ring. But they're doing this Saturday on collision, and he's already eclipsed the title ring. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Oh, wait, wait. It, by Saturday, the title reign's already eclipsed anyway? I'm pretty sure like today is the day that it eclipses. Well, by the way, if that's the case, it makes even less sense. Uh, Brian, can we look into the numbers on that? All right, I'll call you this weekend, Brian. I, I So basically, you don't have an explanation. Uh, you, I do not. Okay. All right, I just want to make sure. Honestly, the only reason I'm asking is that I've been a little bit in and out recently, and I know that you're always up, so I want to make sure I wasn't missing some through line that was really sitting there for me. I, I will say in a Granderson, like the story that they're currently telling with Max, where it feels like all the walls are closing in on him, like mm-hmm. everyone's kind of coming back, um, you know, like all this Jay White stuff, plus you have the stuff with like Roddy and, you know, Wartlow's now back. And it's, I, I like the walls are closing in on him. And that's an interesting story to tell. Sure. Um, but Kenny wouldn't be the match that I'd be going to on. Wait, and Brian, you're saying, to, Brian, today is 343? Yeah. And what's the record? 346? Yep. I believe so. Oh, so it's three. Uh, so no, so it will be before it is. He it still is, will have an opportunity to break it. Okay. okay. Well then here you go. We talked it through. We found, we found the reason why they're doing it. There we go. All right. Thank you, Brian, man. <laughs> awesome. Talk to them. There he is. Um, all right. So no, we didn't miss anything. This is, this is weird. And listen, I, I feel for Tony and mm-hmm. whoever else helps with booking, who I believe is Tony, um, <laughs> that, you know, the Adam Cole thing, was such a slap in the face at, to something that was just rolling along so well, mm-hmm. but fuck man, this, this isn't how I want. I, I just it, honest. I hope it doesn't happen. I, I hope that like when it's about to happen, something happens and it doesn't happen. That that's what I would like to see. I don't do it on a random Saturday. Don't do it. This episode is brought to you by eBay motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. 
Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash! Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies' splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. So this is the Ring of Wrestling Network, right? Mm-hmm. The thought on Mass Man from Dave and Kaz is, that the whole Adam Cole thing is a work. So I think everybody want to know, what's your thoughts? Do you believe it's a work? Adam Cole's injury, that is. Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Um, I we haven't seen surgery footage. We know he went in surgery. So it's leaving an opening to create that thought. So, so I understand what they're saying, mm-hmm. and I, I certainly would enjoy if it was a work for a multitude of reasons. But... Man, they'd really have to good have to have a good payoff that makes sense here in the coming weeks for this to be a work. Like that was the hottest thing on TV, and mm-hmm. now he's immediately off TV, and Max is now involved. He's got like Max has like eight things happening at one time. He has like Max Caster wanting to be his best friend. He's got Juice Robinson and Jay White, and now he's got Kenny Omega. I suppose in a world where Brian, what Brian's saying, you know, the entire world's closing in on him thing happens and then Adam Cole comes back. But then what would be the purpose? Why would he have faked the injury? Or are you saying, you know, it's a, it's an injury on TV, but it's not an injury in real life. And thus he comes back sooner and is like, I'm better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, is it going to be that he was faking it in the show or it's going to be that it was real in the show? but it's not real in real life. No, it's the fake in the show to Okay. And and but so what's his per, what's his goal? He wanted to leave Max alone. He wanted to He kept saying to Roddy he got a plan. And you know to and being the devil, he's you know, so everybody figure he's the devil. Boom. He stabbed MJF in the back. I don't know that feels like such an that feels like trying too hard for what could have been like one of those obvious moments at the end of one of their matches where he stabbed, like they had it sitting right there in mm-hmm. what would have been a really dramatic moment. Like we had these multiple moments where the crowd saw them hugged and the crowd truly was happy. Yeah. If in any of those moments, a second later, he'd stabbed him in the back. I think it would have been awesome. Like, I think you would have broken the hearts of everybody who just gotten like, Oh my God, they hugged. This seems like, trying too hard um what do you think 
I don't know. I, I kind of hope it is because the thing about it, you can't trust either one of you. Which one's going to turn on the other? So if Adam Cole does this, I mean, goodness gracious, he'd be a nasty heel. But I, I lean more towards it's not a work. But again, I kind of hope it is also mainly because I don't want Adam Cole injured. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the main reason is who wants to have that serious injury to someone so good. So, listen, I hear what they're saying. And Mm -hmm. listen, I I would love to be Dipperstein, who every time he's watching wrestling, if anyone like grabs their knee, he's like, I think they're hurt. I think they're hurt. I'm like, (laughs) Dipperstein, this is wrestling. This is wrestling. (laughs) So I I, I hope that I'm Dipperstein in this case. Mm hmm. But uh, I don't think so. The other big note from uh, Dynamite this week is Ric Flair. You know, not a huge surprise that he's going to be involved with this Sting farewell match. But it is interesting that to see Rick on AEW, and I love that Ric Flair is in this space in his career where he can truly just show up to any, to AEW, and it doesn't matter. Like, I don't think WWE is going to be like, oh, no, Rick, you can't do that. It's like, it's Sting. He's showing up. He's he's still, I think he's proven to everyone. He is a WWE guy for life. And that being said, he's going to be there for Sting, and he just does what he wants. Like, I love that, and that's how it should be, because he's the nature boy. You know what I mean? So uh, I loved seeing it. He sounded he sounded and looked pretty good. Do we know yet, Brian, where Sting is going for the match? Ah, um, no, not yet. As far what's, as what's the speculation? I think right now, as far as team with Adam Copeland, but you know he's already said he's not. Um, he's not going to go against Christian. Mm-mm. So who who Edge has said that. Yeah, so now the thing is, like, and everybody's hoping it's not Ric Flair that's going to team with Sting. Did, uh, Rick <laughs> did just say recently in one of his millions of interviews that he thinks he has another match. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad that I wouldn't mind seeing it? I wouldn't either. That, that's <laughs> that's funny. I never would. Like, I, I actually... So Flair had Jeff Jarrett in his retirement match. I don't hate the idea of Flair and Jarrett being involved in this. And then it's just about who's the other people in the tag match. Cause that, that could work. Yeah. Uh, although would that take the, it probably takes too much away from sting. You'd, you'd probably rather have Flair in his corner or something than, or just be sitting in the front row. You know, maybe you don't want to have the tag match cause Flair looms so big. You want to have sting, just have stings moment. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to get Dip to join this conversation, <laughs> but of course, I sent him the link, and he's like, "You, ha- it says you have to download the app. And I'm like, so download the app. This isn't that challenging. Right. What is wrong with him? Everything is so difficult for this guy. But I am, I, I'm excited. I wouldn't mind Flair being involved. He looked and sounded good um, on Dynamite. So anyways. Let's um let's move on. Uh, he says, "I'm trying. It's slow. Everything sucks and is annoying." <laughs> I mean, dude, I literally am using tech and apps every single day for every single job. 
I'm telling you right now, the problem is not the apps. Okay. <laughs> that that dip, I, I, I that is not the issue. Hold there on. He is. Grandpa Dipperstein has figured it out. He looks confused. Look how <laughs> look how scared and confused he looks. <laughs> oh my God. Grandpa? Okay, let's let's call you on the cell phone. He's still gonna sound bad. And by the way, that didn't sound very good either. So it's it's the problem is when he's driving in LA, you, I can't get him any anyway. <laughs> hey, how are you? Hi. Uh, you feel bad now? Uh, well, I don't. No, I don't feel bad. Uh, you, you're you're ruining my podcast. I I should be. You should feel bad. I've been dealing with this for I ten minutes. I don't feel bad. You should feel terrible. You Brian Waters is it a, is it a panic? Are you kidding me? I feel great. No, the, I feel fantastic. By the way, here's I want to explain to you the part that makes you a grandpa. What makes you the grandpa is I can't explain to you what to do to get around it. Because like you could have gotten around it, but you're not quick enough. What do you say? I vehemently disagree with what you're saying. All you would have had to do if you wanted to was disconnect from your 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 car. And it would have just worked on your phone. If you just disconnected your Bluetooth from your car, you would have been on speakerphone. Well, we're chatting now, aren't we? Peter Rosenberg. Uh, we are. And Brian Waters is here as well. What's up, I love dude? Brian Waters. I'm a big fan. He's a great guy. Yeah, there, there are some people saying that you love Brian Waters so much that you uh, poisoned Troy Farkas so we would have Brian Waters on Friday. <laughs> I would take a Waters over a Farkas any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, uh, real quick, because you're on speakerphone, and we've been—we actually have any, haven't gotten to WWE yet at all, and I practically have to wrap the show I, in five minutes. Uh, I love wrestling. I think it's brave. I don't know about you guys. No, no, we we 100. We're in lockstep on that. Do you ha, have you watched Dynamite yet this week? No, but I know what happened. Of course. So, I mean, we're we're all, we're a little perplexed. A little perplexed that Kenny Omega and MJF may be the biggest match that's sitting out there in AEW is happening on a random collision this Saturday. I'm a little surprised. Is, does anything surprise you at this point? <laughs> like the choices that they make, you know? I mean, it, it, it's... I think that MJF-Kenny Omega is the biggest match sitting out there, and I think it's a mistake to put it on television on a random collision, yes. Uh, my my hope is, and tell me if you think there's any chance. My hope is that somehow it doesn't happen. Like something happens yeah. before the match, whatever. It doesn't happen. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, I think. I'm just hoping that this leads up to a match between MJF and Sting. I can't think of anybody else that would make sense to retire Sting, unless it's Darby Allen or something. Yeah, Darby would be baby great. Babyface versus babyface, huh? Yeah, Dar no, Darby would be great. I think, I think, I think Darby is the number one most logical match at this point. They've kept them together for the entire time, practically AEW's existed. Why not have that match? Yeah, I agree. But I would like to see if you're going to make it like an angle, this thing thing. You know, I know that MJF's on this incredible babyface run, but who wouldn't want to see him turn back to heel by? Ruining the retirement of Sting. Yeah, I, I listen. I'd be fine. I'd be fine with it. Uh, I think it would be a lot of fun. I don't think at this point they'll do it. And furthermore, they have Max spread so thin now with the amount of things he's doing. I mean, he's involved. It feels like with five different storylines. Um, also, 
The Masked Man show, uh, Brian Waters was just telling me, the Masked Man show is, it very much believes that the Adam Cole injury is a work. What are your teas? Nope, I think it's a... a wow, I mean, that is really some... That's a profound statement. I don't know. How common is that, Brian? Are a lot of people... Let me see what Brian says. Are a lot of people saying that that's a thing on the internet? Um, Not that many people, but people okay. are kind of like... Hmm. When they, you know, the Twitter interactions with got the, it. Uh, okay, so it's not a common thought, but it's it's yeah. their thought. Now, Dipperstein, in all fairness, it, when when Hulk Hogan rakes Kamala's eyes, you think that Kamala's really blind. So you're not the best person to ask it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's a. I, I am totally worked by it. I mean, I think it's. I mean, I, I, I I'm I'm convinced it's. A sh- yeah, I I am too. I I just don't but, think. It doesn't make sense to me. There's things that it may it may be a work. Now you're into it. You're into it. Oh well, listen. That's why. That's listen. Mass Man Show. If you want to have Dipperstein start listening, all you need to do is have him on as a guest, and he will then listen to that episode. Um, Dipperstein, uh, L.A. Night, big well, face off, big face off with Roman Reigns tonight. You're gonna be watching, yeah. I've heard of Roman Reigns. Who's the other guy you're talking about? Oh, boy. The Los Angeles <laughs> Knight. La Knight. Oh, boy. Um, when is that show? That, that, that show is a week from Saturday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. We, um, we got to go. I wasted half the show trying to get you on the phone, and now I have to go. I'm sure that makes for good uh, radio. Oh yeah, it's it's right? and not only that, such great editing for Brian, who has to like edit nine different conversations. Out. <laughs> yeah, just you know, tell me a few days in advance. I'm going to be the Friday guy. Well, well, well I, listen, guy. you're you're always open to be the Friday guy, particularly if you have to leave the the Tuesday early or you miss it. So I always then try to go back to get get some Dipperstein on Friday. I'm one of the biggest Friday guys in the biz today. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, you may be the second biggest Friday guy in the biz today. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, I need my pants. Uh, please, I'll, I'll pay for the shipping. No, no, I need my pants. I, I left pants at Peter's house, my favorite pants. Do you know what it's like to look in your closet and want to go out into the world without your favorite pants? They're, they're, it's they're, a terrible. They're going out today. I'm going to go to the post office today. I really appreciate that. Uh, I really do. Even though I have your address, just send it to me right now so it's like the first thing in our text and I can just go do it. Okay. Right. I would do this for you. I would send you your pants. Oh, no. You would have sent them already. I'm, I'm confident you would have been a better friend. Yeah. 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 Don't forget the Cody Wodes. Don't forget Cody Wodes. Oh, I love Cody Wodes. Okay. I love Cody Wodes, too. I'm excited to see... I'm not so excited to see LA Knight beat Roman Reigns, but I am so I'm excited to see Cody Wodes. All right, Sawi. Sawi. <laughs> All right, bye. You know what? He was worth the wait. It yeah. took, a lot, took a lot of effort, <laughs> but it was nice to have him on the show. So yeah, that is as we sit here on a Friday evening. That's what we prepare for tonight. What else on, on SmackDown tonight besides the big face-off between LA Knight and Roman Reigns? I know you know it all. And by the way, yesterday, LA Knight, I love that LA Knight posted on his Instagram. Tonight, it goes down, blah, blah, blah. He posted, like, the graphic for tonight, but he posted it yesterday. So all of the comments was people like, wait a second. I'm confused. What's happening? Why is, <laughs> why is SmackDown back on Thursdays? 
Oh, that would have been great. Listen, he's listen. He's new to all this social media <laughs> posting about. He's not used to being the guy who has the segment you gotta post. Mm-hmm. This is all new territory. Oh, the um, LWO take down the street profits. Uh, by the way, can we get Carlito in an actual match? <laughs> like, why was Carlito the catalyst? I mean, yes, we got him to come out and then clear the ring. My question is, do you think then, Brian, they'll mm-hmm. save it and we'll get Lashley versus Carlito in Saudi? Oh, I mean, that would be that would make a lot of sense. Because like they were up. the ones where he came out and challenged Lashley. It mm-hmm. led to him getting beat up. Then the LWO has a match with the Street Profits. Carlito comes down and saves the LWO at the end and, and clears the ring. We still haven't seen Carlito with a match. We still so like I wonder if we'll just get and by the way, Carlito is so jacked now that him and Lashley actually looks like a really good matchup. <laughs> so maybe yeah. we get maybe we get that in in Riyadh. I think you got something right there. So that's 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 my hope is we'll get that uh a week from Saturday. Now b- back to the story that I never told. I'll, I'll tell this quickly on my way out the door. I wanted us to do mailbag today, but we ended up in the weeds talking about the Orioles and MJF and, and Kenny Omega. But yeah, so, so Turp magazine comes out and they do an article about the history of WMUC, my small college radio station. And I'm not mentioned. Okay. I know I have an ego problem. Everyone who listens to the show knows you guys suffer through my, my pain with me and I appreciate it. But listen, this isn't crazy. This is a tiny radio station. And I am the only current alum who's like a notable current radio personality and has been for a long time. No mention. So I complained about it yesterday on the K show and a friend of mine heard it and got annoyed by it. So he emailed the author and was like, hey, I read this article. How no mention of Peter Rosenberg. And the person wrote back and was like, we're well aware of Peter but we tried to reach him for an interview and couldn't. First of all, I don't know how you tried to reach me, but it wasn't by phone or my personal email and nor did it come from like someone who represents me or anything like that. So I don't know where it came from, a DM or something. I didn't get it. But number two, this isn't some sort of journalistic endeavor. This is just an an alumni magazine shouting out their, their people. Like all you had, why does the interview matter? It doesn't change that I was there. Like why? I don't, I don't get it. What were you going to ask me? So did you go to Maryland? Yup. Did you work at WMUC? Sure did. How was that? It was formative. I mean, that's not a good reason to, to not include me. Don't ask why I'm complaining about this now. I'm actually in a great mood. I just felt like being a Yenta. Brian, uh, thank you for holding it down this week. I appreciate it sincerely. No problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, is Troy back on Tuesday? Nope. All right. So it's you Tuesday as well. Again. All right. So we'll see. We'll talk on Tuesday. I will come back from Miami being Mr. 305 with some good wrestling related stories. I promise. Uh, Rosenberg beats at gmail.com. Maybe we'll have a Kenny Omega MJF match this weekend. Maybe it's all a swerve. We don't know. Either way, stay mage. Take it easy and enjoy yourself. It's professional wrestling. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce... Shout out to that guy, Greg. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. m m m m Mitch.